0: Welcome to the Monday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. I am your host, Matt Peralta here at BettingPros.com. And this podcast is being brought to you by BetMGM. Well, boys and girls, it's been a fun, fun time, huh? We have to appreciate runs like this because you don't always have them. And we're going to come down from it at some point. We're not going to be this hot forever. We're going to have a bad run, but... Like I told you back when we were going 11-18 and 18 in the first week of August, that it was a long month, and we had a chance to get hot, and if we did, we could recover. And that is the name of the game. Slow and steady, right? Keep at it. Keep believing in yourself. Keep trying to figure out different ways of making money. It's not going to all come back right away. You're going to be down. I know. I was down going into the day I think I was down for the month and we went 5 and 0 yesterday. We have hit 11 consecutive wagers here on the Daily Juice. 11. That is a record. We're going to keep track of that, but 11 and 0. I started out yesterday 0 and 2. And then we ran the table. 6 consecutive wins. Today we run the table again. We go 5 and 0 today. We are Hot. We want to continue, right? But look at when you're talking about the Boston Celtics at plus 2.5, winning easily. The under coming in nicely. The over for the Avalanche and the Stars, 5.5. That comes in easily. They scored nine goals in that game. Nine. (laughs) We took the Denver Nuggets and their game to go over against the Utah Jazz. And for the 11th time in 12 games, the Denver Nuggets go over to 19 and a half and it goes over and one of you guys on Twitter we're talking smack after the third period saying that my over bet was dead oh contraire my friend don't count things before they're hatched I got more on that here in one second though because I got into something on Twitter I want to get into a little conversation in one point but really fun day really fun to watch the hockey plays come in to Vegas Golden Knights that play goes over very cool right very very cool 3 and 0 in the NBA 2 and 0 in hockey it's a 5 and 0 day we are feeling very good about ourselves right now so before i get to the picks and, and i've got 3 picks and one lean and i'm but by, by now you might be able to know where i'm going to go on a couple of these picks because we're just going to ride them until well until we can't keep on cashing and then we'll reassess but right now there's a couple of trends we're just rolling and what's really fun is that you guys are starting to share information this is what I really want to build the Daily Juice community this is what I'm looking for the second period do you, have you guys been following this I, I, I've been talking about it a lot on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt but the second period overs yesterday went three and zero. now I can't give it to you because at most books The second period is going to be an in-game wager. I know William Hill, because one better in Iowa, I've been talking to him consistently, he's the one that him and I kind of figured out these numbers as I was betting first period unders, and he asked me, you know, what about third period numbers? And he pulled some numbers, and then I said, wait, go pull second period for me for a second. And when he did, we both went, whoa, wait a minute. There's a crazy trend going on right now where... If it's one and a half goals in the second period, it is hitting at a 75% clip, basically, going over. It's nuts right now in the playoffs. So if your book offers it pregame, great. The books here in Vegas, there was one book, Stations Casino did actually, on the Vegas Golden Knights, did actually offer a second period pre-game bet at one and a half goals, which the over hit. So you could have gotten it pregame. But William Hill tends to do it during the game. And it's getting expensive. They're starting to figure it out. Uh, For the Islanders game, I believe it was minus 170. And the Vegas Golden Knights might have been on the over minus 170 as well. So you're paying some stiff juice. But if it's cashing, it's cashing, right? I mean, they're trying to prevent you or keep you off of it. But... It's red hot right now. So that comes from a listener. This is just me going back and forth with you guys every day on the Daily Juice as we're sweating these games together, DMing back and forth during games and whatnot. So at Sports Talk Matt is my Twitter account. We're having a a lot of fun watching these games and trying to uncover different betting angles. And I'm betting them and I'm cashing and you guys are betting them and you're cashing. It's just a lot of fun right now. So we're doing that in hockey I don't know what my hockey numbers are. I just know they're pretty good. I mean, we, we got to be way, way up right now on NHL playoff betting because, I mean, what? That's at least six bets in a row I've gotten correct here on the NHL. So very uh, feeling very good about where we are right now for the NHL. And look, it the streak is going to come to an end, but at some point. You know, at some point it does, but right now let's just enjoy it and have some fun with it. And uh, you know, today Monday is the start of another month. It's the 31st, but we start the weeks. You know, we're going like on the radio broadcast week. So technically, this Monday is the start of a new week. It's now technically September for us. So we'll do some calibrations. We'll find out how many. uh, I, I I'm going to predict that I think I wound up like up a unit or two for the entire month. So. We were up three and a half units, I believe it was, or three units for the month, month of July. I think we're going to wind up uh, up a couple of units for the month of August. So, you know, two back-to-back winning months. Bad start, but a really hot recovery at the end of the month. Got us back into the black, which is really exciting. But this is a time, if you've not opened up a BetMGM account, this is the time to do it, right? Use the promo code Juice use that promo code juice when you sign up for a betmgm account go and download betmgm sports and just have some fun with this man if you had taken one of my wagers put 500 bucks down on it they're going to match it with a 500 buck deposit bonus you would have doubled it and yeah you got to roll it over a little bit but you'd feel pretty good today about where you were depending on how often how many bets you trailed if you trailed them all today on Sunday it was a 5 and 0 day so what well, baseball, basketball, hockey—we're just we're doing well right now. So go and download the BetMGM app. Go to betmgm.com. Use the bonus code JUICE to take advantage of that deposit bonus up to $500 for new users. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older and physically located in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Nevada, or West Virginia. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado and Nevada. 100 gambler in New Jersey and West Virginia, or 1800 with it. Before the picks, just want to say one quick thing about a term that maybe some of you guys know, maybe some of you guys don't. So the term "mush" means basically somebody who jinxes your bet by talking about it before it ends, before the game is over, before the ticket cashes. I've come across this a lot in my broadcasting career, and I just want to say one quick thing. That idea is incredibly stupid. This is what happened to me last night, where somebody told me that the Utah Jazz-Denver Nuggets bet was dead, that uh, you lost. And then I came back, and I, I ran some smack at him, and I was having some fun. I was feeling myself a little bit, and I'm like, don't ever run your mouth at me when I have a whole quarter to go in the in the playoffs, and Jamal Murray goes off, and we get the, he, we hit the over, right? So, later in the night, and so that guy, I wouldn't call that guy a mush. I would call that guy wrong. <laughs> like, he made a, he was trying to say, you're, like, basically rubbing it in my face that my over bet was dead. I'm not calling him a mush. I'm just saying he was wrong. There's a difference. So Rex Byers is a dude who worked here in Las Vegas, and he had bet the puck line, and he was at three two. He was like, "I feel like I'm on the wrong side of this bet." And then it was four three Vegas, and so I wrote back to him. I was like, "Hey, your your bet's alive because they're up four to three. Vegas would go on to win five to three. But he wrote to me that don't ever congratulate me. On a bet, cashing before the bet cashes. Now, that's not what I said. Okay, just just for the record, that's not what I said to him. My official bet was my, my official comment to him was, "You are alive." He said, "Easy with that with that much time time alive." I said, "It's I said I said, hey, it's alive. So it's was three two a second ago, and as you said, you were on the wrong side." He said, you will learn one day about the mushes and anti-mushes when it comes to this, my man. I I did very good here so far. And that kind of tipped me off to this idea of mushes. This is what people say all the time with no-hitters, that broadcasters somehow jinx no-hitters or broadcasters jinx somebody at the foul line. Broadcasters and tweeters and people talking have no influence, have no record, have no power over any bet, Any no-hitter or streak. This idea of a mush is dumb. It's actually a weak-minded idea in my mind. Broadcasters do not jinx athletes. Human beings make plays, and we bet on it. And we can lose bets because human beings make plays. There's no black cat that ran across the Cubs. There's no curse of the Bambino when it comes to the Red Sox. The Red Sox just sucked. The Cubs just sucked. They weren't good. They had bad management. They had bad players. And when they were good, they were always on the edge of blowing it, Bill Buckner, right? They always were just there, you know, Steve Bartman. It's just There were plays, things that happened to them that were bad, bad breaks, that hurt. But it had nothing to do with whether or not somebody was cashing a ticket early or trying to talk about cashing a ticket early. One thing that sports gambling has taught me over the years, which is really interesting, you tend to take the emotion out of sports. And some people get angry about that, but I I I don't. I think that's a better way of being when it comes to athletes in sports. You understand these are human beings. You are betting on them, predicting on them to act in a certain way and do a certain thing. And so that's got nothing to do with whether I say to somebody, hey, your bet's alive. Shh, shh, be quiet, don't say that. How dumb is that? That somebody in some sports book or some dude on Twitter writes a tweet and all of a sudden it's a mush or an anti-mush? As we get going here... As we go through this over the next couple of years, as Americans become more accustomed to sports gambling, can we please get rid of that stupid tradition and not have it? It doesn't exist. Whether I say your bet's looking good or your bet's not looking good, you can turn around and look at me and go, ha, you were wrong, or ha, good call. Yes, that's totally true, right? But it had nothing to do with the actual outcome. There is nothing I do, nothing I say to make you win or lose your bet, nothing I do or Whether I, unless I run on the court and physically block the shot, there's nothing I can do when a guy shoots a shot. Either it goes in or it doesn't. That's it. That's that's the end of it. And if you lose, no one cursed you. No one caused your bet to lose because they go ahead and talk about your bet early or prematurely tell you that you wind up cashing. Again, you can try to be right and say, hey, your bet's going to lose, and then if your bet wins, that guy should catch heat. That guy could and should catch blowback for doing that. But that's not a mush. That's just somebody being wrong. Can we stop these dumb traditions? We got to be stronger willed than that in our brains, okay? All right, to the picks. Let's go to three plays in one lean. Let's begin in the NBA with the Miami Heat taking on the Milwaukee Bucks here today in game number one of their Eastern Conference semifinal. What's very interesting about this Bucks team, they lost game one to the Orlando Magic. I don't know what to make of this Milwaukee Bucks team, except that I don't like them right now. Bucks are favored by five and a half, but Miami played really well against them. They are the only Eastern Conference team to have won their head-to-heads this year. And Milwaukee, from the three-point line, I don't know. I don't know how good of a shooting team they are. It's Giannis, and stopping Giannis is not easy to do, but you let Giannis have his, and then you're in Miami, and you start shooting threes, right? If Miami is hot from behind the three-point line, they're going to be alive here. To win this series, they're going to be alive. I'm going to take the 5.5 points here. Game 1, Milwaukee hasn't looked good defensively at all. Miami's playing with some swagger. Jimmy Butler and whatnot. I think Miami plus 5.5, they might lose, but I think this is a tight basketball game coming down to the wire. I'm taking Miami plus 5.5 for our first play here on Monday morning. Number 2, to baseball. There is an old adage, and I was talking to a sportsbook friend of mine who and I was going through some plays, and he was like, Hey, Lucas Diolito. First start after a no hitter—it's always really tough. So I went and looked at a couple of plays, a couple of games, after guys threw no hitters. Justin Verlander's, Mike Fiers, and James Paxton. Now Verlander pitched pretty well after throwing his no hitter last year, but he took on a really bad team in the next in the next game, so it's a little hard to judge it. Mike Fiers, after throwing a no hitter, lost his next game, didn't pitch well. James Paxton as well. There were some combo no hitters last year, like four team, like four pitcher guys. Two pitchers combining for a no-hitter. So some of the last-year no-hitters didn't really factor into this. But I I saw enough to say, okay, with this Twins lineup and Rich Hill going to the mound, Giolito, his first start after throwing the 19th no-hitter in White Sox history. Twins, their lineup, Rich Hill, extra day off because of the rain out. I got plus money on this. We're taking the Twins against the White Sox. We're going against the hot team, right? We're going against that buzzsaw, the team that's making trades and trying to get involved in everything. It's the trade deadline, so I think you got to watch out for that for distractions here. But I got the Twins on the money line at plus 120. Twins, money line, fading the White Sox, taking Rich Hill, taking Minnesota to get a victory here over the White Sox, getting plus money at it at plus 120 is our second play of the day. And two plays in hockey. That I want to get to. Let's talk about the play that I can make, can make, and I did make. The Bruins are the Boston Bruins going to lose four games to one? Whether Halak's in there or not, they're going to lose four games to one. Is this veteran team who had a hundred points going into the bubble? Are they going to lose like this to Tampa, four games to one? I just can't see it. I just can't see Boston going out like this. I can't see them even in the bubble with the distractions. I just can't see them turtling like this, even with how poorly they've been playing, even with their injuries. I think this is a veteran team. I don't think they win the series, but I don't think they go out like this. Plus money on the Bruins at plus 105 on the money line. I'm I'm taking Boston to win this game. I can't see them getting, getting beaten like this and getting embarrassed like this and being sent home by Tampa. I think the team plays hard. They just find a way to win. Just find a way to extend the series past a game number five. Bruins plus 105 on the money line is our third play in our fourth play, you know what this is, right? Dallas and Colorado. 5 I think it, no, is it 6 now? I think it's 6 straight. 6 straight games. The over is hit for the Colorado Avalanche. In New Jersey, I saw it at DraftKings at 6. I can't bet it here obviously. 6 for for a total I'm assuming the reason why Vegas, the books here in Vegas, have not hung a number here is because they're all cowards. No, I'm kidding. But I, I think they are scared to hang a number here. I, I think they're all going to wait and see what the offshores do. I think they want to see what the global market does. This And when they get up in the morning, they'll figure it out. I'm going to say play the six. I don't like six and a half, but... Uh, there's nothing that tells me that either one of those teams are going to play any defense whatsoever. And Dallas is scoring goals like crazy. Colorado gets going as well. I I just think in this situation, again, we just keep on betting it until we don't bet it anymore, until we can't. If it's six and a half, I don't like it. But six, I don't love it. I'm going to cringe. I'm going to hold my nose and probably take it. I saw it at minus 106 at DraftKings for six goals. So that's not horrible from a juice perspective. So if that's what Vegas goes, I'll, I'll play it. And we'll just hope that either we get a push or we get a victory here. But a 4-3 type of victory for somebody between Dallas and Colorado, I don't think that's crazy. I don't think that that's one of those games where we're like, nah, there's no way. I just don't think either one of these teams plays any defense and they just score a ton of goals. And the books are getting absolutely killed by it. So 5.5. If it's 5.5, I don't care what the juice is other than up to like 180. Go ahead and lay it, okay? Take the over. If it's 6 goals... And it's not crazy juice like I just saw at DraftKings. I would say take it. Yes, take it. But be careful at 6.5. I don't like 6.5. That's a scary number. You could lose that pretty easily. You know, you'd know, hate to lose on a 4-2 empty net, 3-2 empty netter. And it's a 4-2 win and you lose because of it. So on the hook. So 6 is the highest I would go. But if it's 6 and the juice isn't too bad, go ahead and bet the over for Dallas and Colorado. Okay, again, to recap. Our place, Miami, plus five and a half. Twins on the money line plus one twenty. Bruins on the money line plus one oh five. And we're taking Dallas and Colorado on a lean six over. I will officially bet it with the odds. I'll tell you on my Twitter account at SportsTalkMatt once I'm a al- once I can bet it because here in the overnights, these books here in Vegas are getting crushed. So they're very, very hesitant to lay numbers right now that gets them in trouble when it comes to the gamblers because gamblers are doing quite well right now here in certain markets, in particular in hockey here in Las Vegas. So good stuff. 11 straight bets have hit. We start a new week and a new month. We go zero and zero, start over again, start over on the month as well. Tomorrow we'll spend a day recapping the whole month and tell you what I went From a number perspective and a units perspective, I I know I wound up up on my record. I think I wound up a little up on units, but I'm not positive about that. I got to check that out. I think I'm up one or two units for the month of August, but I'll check on that and let you guys know coming up tomorrow on the podcast. My name is Matt Peralt. We are back for a Tuesday morning. Same place, same spot. It's the Daily Juice brought to you by BetMGM every morning bettingpros.com.